So we're holding by Melach Malav, a parach of Aleph, Pasach of Hay. This year we started as a schusi l'nishmat z'cheskal shraga ben Avram Yehuda. It should also be a schusi l'nishmat z'moshe ben Daniel, Chaim Elaza ben Shemshan Arye, and Esther Tzirah ben Zicheskel, as well as a schus for Fushlem of Chaim Moshe Shor ben Malka, Chaim Doit ben Menorachel, and Chanaliah ben Shendel Rachel. It should also be a schus for all those in the Makam Sakana in and around Eretz Yisrael. So we learned previously that after Izevel eliminates Navais and Achav goes down to inherit the field, Elio approaches him with a nevuah, a strong, harsh nevuah from Hashem of the horrifying punishment and the consequences that are going to come to Achav and Izevel and their descendants. So Pasuk Hay seems to take a step back and give us an overview of the Torah's perspective of Achav. There had never been anyone like Achav, who had sold himself to do what was evil in the eyes of Hashem, but the Pasuk testifies, because his wife Izevel had incited him. So the Pasuk seems to be letting Achav off the hook a little bit by pointing out the fact that he wasn't acting alone, he was incited by his wife Izevel. He became very depraved. He became an abomin- abominable person. Running after like all that the Amairi had worshipped, all of the practices of the Amairi, that Hashem had driven out from before Kla Yisrael. So the Pasuk here is testifying to the depravity of Achav and how he was worse than any of his predecessors. So Rashi explains why this is the case. Although Yeruvim ben Avot served the Agolim, but that was out of fear. He felt that he needed an alternative to the Beis HaMikdash, otherwise his people would go to Yerushalayim and they would be drawn back to Malchus Beis David. And that was the attitude of all the kings that followed after Yeruvim, including Basha, who also had a severe punishment pronounced on him. However, Achav really believed in the Avodah Zarah and tried to push it onto Klai Yisrael. The Radak says that Yeruvim did not dev- deny HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He just created the Agolim to be emissaries to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but the, they were intended as an alternative worship to Hashem. However, Achav introduces Asherah and introduces Baal to be alternatives to worshiping HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he was worse than those that came before him. However, the Pasuk does seem to give Achav a partial defense in that he was incited by his evil wife, which was an excuse that Yeravam and Basha did not have. There's an interesting Gemara Yerushalmi in the 10th Perak, Halacha Beis, where the Gemara tells us that Reb Levi used to darsh in this Pasuk, the beginning of this Pasuk, as a Genai for Achav. The part that says, the beginning of the Pasuk that says, So for six months, he darshened it as a Genai. One night, after six months, Achav comes to him in his dream, and he says, what did I do to you? What Avera, or what insult did I do to you that you're explaining the Pasuk Lignai and you're not, you're only quoting the beginning of the Pasuk and you're ignoring the end of the Pasuk that says, Asher that the Pasuk itself is testifying, it's not all on me. And so from that point forward, for the next six months, he darshan the end of the Pasuk as a Shavach to Achav that it, that it was mostly Izevel's fault that Achav ended up the way he did. The Kisinachin learns the Pasuk Rak Ka'achav that he says, don't read it rock, but read it rake, empty. Meaning that there was no one as empty and as lacking of a heart of leadership as Achav from all of the kings that came before him. Because none of the kings that came before them, before Achav, let their wives push the agenda and carry out the Malchus the way they wanted to. Until Achav, Achav gives himself over to his wife. His wife is the co-ruler, or almost the sole ruler, 
to the point where she is carrying out her own agenda and Achav is sort of a passenger along for the ride. And that's not the way that a leader is supposed to lead by following someone else who has a, uh, has a horrific agenda. So in Pazach Havav we saw, Achav is referred to as Vayasev Ma'oy, that he became an abomination, he became depraved from a Lashon of Tayeva. So the Marikara and the Mitsudas explain what was it about Achav that caused him to become such a Tayeva. According to the Mitsudas, it was the fact that he followed in the Darke Amairi, the worshipping of Avaitazara like the Amairi, the Amairi's worship was considered especially heinous. According to the Marikara, it was the fact that he caused Klai Yisrael to sin. So the abominable act or the abominable aspect of Achav was the fact that he was a Chayte Yamachte. The Dasaifrim explains why the Pasuk makes a point of saying that, that he did like the Amairi, that Hashem drove them out. Like, why is the, that side point mentioned? Okay, Hashem drove them out. That was many years earlier. Why is God, why, why is the Navi mentioning that point? So the Dasaifrim explains that it was precisely for this matter, this action, that Hashem had given this land over to Klai Yisrael was to uproot the idolatry to abrut the Avodah that had been introduced by the Zion Amen. Had Eretz Yisrael been empty of Avodah then Achav would have been able to show the other nations, like Tzur and Sidon, that they were making a mistake with their worship of Asherah and Baal. But Achav did just the opposite. Instead of being a light to the other nations, he brought the Avodah of those nations into Eretz Yisrael. So he completely corrupted and perverted his role as king. Now, I started off today's shir by saying that Pasuch and Pasuch are the Navi taking a step back and giving us an overview. However, there's a frightening shot brought by the Ralbag and the Malbim, which is that these psukim are part of Elio's nevuah. That Elio actually said this after he told Achav the punishment that was coming to his descendants and the fact that that uh, his descendants would be devoured by either the dogs in the in the city or the birds in the field. El Elio then tells Achav that God said that He's told these words over. Now imagine for a minute that you are told by the Navi that God says about you that there's been never been anyone as bad as you in the world. That's frightening. You know, people sometimes sin, but they maybe justify it in their own minds and they say, okay, you know what? When I come to Shemayim, God knows there's a bunch of cheshboinos and God knows how strong my Yitzhahari is. And so, you know, I'll settle it up upstairs. You're right. Maybe I, I'll be punished, but it's not going to be as bad. You know, I'm not the worst individual out there. But imagine that you are told by the Navi that God says about you, you are the worst person in history. Of all of the kings that came before you, you are the worst individual frightening, frightening words. And we will see that as depraved and as gone as Achav was, these words still had a Rosham on him and it caused him to do immediate tshuva, not tshuva shlema, but immediate tshuva on the spot. And Hashem uh, re- re- reduces somewhat the punishment as a result of Achav's tshuva.